guys, I'm Ash. And I'm Pete. We're two friends with a combo of seven kids ranging from toddlers to 20s and two crazy husbands. Our paths were not easy. With childhood battle wounds, divorce, second marriages and all, we somehow found each other. And together we talk real life, laugh, cry, and figure out how to survive the day. Music is by Dustful Champion. To hear Dustful Champion's newest hits, search Dustful Champion on Spotify. Hey guys, it's Ash and Keith. Hey, we're we here. Back. Yes, for another distant, distant podcast. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, we are. We are. Um, doing our podcast from a distance again week number two so weird so weird not excited about it i know i prefer our in-person podcast yes but hopefully this is the last week yeah definitely hoping um i was um a little under the weather last week and so that's why we did the um, the distance one last week, and then I ended up testing positive for COVID. So we figured play it safe one more week, and, and hopefully uh, next week we'll be good to go. Yeah. So how are you feeling before we start with that? Because um, this is we are a year and a half into this pandemic. And now you get COVID. You had not gotten COVID before this, correct? Oh, right. Well, now I feel like, cool, I'm I'm good to go, right? I'll have some immunity. Yeah, let's hope. So there's that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, um, it, well, I am glad that when I first started getting a little bit of a cough. I stayed away from my grandma because um, we've finally been able to visit with her. She's in a nursing facility. And so we've finally been able to actually go back into the facility. Like I can actually go into her room and stuff. Um, but when I started getting the cough, I was like, um, I'm not going to go visit mom. Will you just tell her, you know, that I love her. And so I just, told my mom like you know I have a little cough I'm sure it's just allergies but just to be safe yeah Um, and then in a couple of days I tested positive so I was like well I'm really glad that which my grandma had COVID and she's been fully vaccinated so um you know she may be okay if I had been around her but I wouldn't want to risk right you just don't know yeah exactly you never know so yeah. How yeah. are you? I'm okay. Um, getting ready me. for a trip? We are. We're getting ready to go on a family vacation um, in a couple days. So we are excited for that. Um, the kids are, I haven't like said too much to them. I'm trying to surprise them. Oh. Um, so they know they, they, they know now that we're going on vacation. They don't know where. They don't know what's going on. They just know we're going on vacation. So um, 
Tristan, the oldest, she knows. She knows that we're going to be going to San Diego. And um, I'm excited because I feel like although San Diego has a lot of things for the little ones, there's some really cool things that I can do with her, you know, even just where we're staying, you know, like just getting on like the little um, motorized scooters and. Oh, that'll be fun. You know, doing things like that with her that um, I know she'll enjoy. We're going to be, you know, we'll be by the water. So um, there's a little place right like from like walking distance from the house that has like um kayak rentals and um will you guys kayak i hope so i really want to um yeah i really want to so we'll see we'll see what she um lets us venture out with and do (laughs) with her um it's one of those things it's a weird hard balance when you've got an almost 16 year old and then you've got like a three and two year old. Like if if there's like this hard balance of how do I entertain two different sets of kids? Yeah. Different age groups. Yeah. That I'm sure that's a challenge. Maybe we'll have to talk about that the age differences because even my girls are they're older than the boys but only by well I mean I guess Deja and Jackson are probably about the distance of T and well how old was T uh T was 12 well so yeah pretty close um in age, in difference there. Like Deja was probably maybe 11 and a half. Okay. So so close in in that age difference. Um, But I don't know. I feel like at the age that they are now, you know, that's different than having a newborn and an 11 and a half year old. Yeah because we're not trying to entertain them at that point. Yeah. But yeah, going out, um, definitely. <laughs> I mean, Deja would actually be the one if we were going somewhere with a roller coaster or something, Deja would be the one that would stay with the baby. <laughs> and then we would all go on the roller coaster because she is not interested <laughs> in that. Well, I did look up in the, um, cause so there's like a, um, there's a little boardwalk right where we're staying and, um, and it's open. When we were there, when Tony and I went to San Diego last summer, um, it was closed due due to COVID. So um, it's open now. And I was kind of checking out like some of the little things that I thought, oh, well, this will be fun. We can all do this together. And then just certain rides she'll not want to, you know, get on, but maybe she'll want to play the games or something. Yeah, but that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good different scenery. Um, we're going to do the zoo and all that fun stuff. I think that's good for all ages. So yeah. Will you guys go on to the, is she afraid of heights? Yes. 
Yes. Well, she's on the thing that goes across. I don't know. Like, I forget what they're called. What it's called? Right? I don't like, know. You know the little trams on the yeah. Thing? I think they're called yeah. But maybe not. I'm guessing I can rent a stroller when I get to the zoo, right? I don't have to pack my stroller. Is, um, is it just like the other zoos? Like, you just I would assume rent a would, stroller when you get there. Is that how our zoo is? You can rent mm -hmm. a stroller. Oh, I mean, if our zoo does it, then for sure you can there. Okay. Sorry. I'm like, I don't really want to pack a big ass double stroller. Yeah. You know, if I don't have to. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'm. all I'm gonna check on the website for you. So okay. I, you I, www I, I, dot that. <laughs> You know, I love my Google. Well, I'm glad you have your sense of humor. Um, <laughs> how has it been being stuck in the house? You're a homebody, so. Yeah, I'm totally fine. I Well, so when I first found out that I had had, that I have it, I was like, oh, cool. Like, I have so much that I need to do with the house. Like, that's perfect, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And then, then you felt by, like shit. <laughs> yeah. Then, like by day two, I think, or three, I got knocked on my butt and um, didn't want to even really move at all. So, um, doing things around the house were not, it really wasn't an option. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, that wasn't as exciting. But yesterday I started doing some stuff, and today I started doing some stuff. So um, that's good. I feel like I'm getting some done. But good. Yeah. Yeah. Being stuck in my house isn't something that tortures me. Some yeah. people like it tortures them. Yeah. It doesn't torture me, though. I think, well, yeah, you're a homebody. Um, when we had a quarantine back in November when Tony got COVID. Um, I think it was hard because I felt fine, but I couldn't go do anything. Yeah. So that was kind of difficult like that, but I feel normal and I feel like I can go do things, but I can't go do things. Right. Um, but it's different when you're not feeling good. I mean, when you're not feeling good, you just can't, there's no yeah. way, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, some people really have a hard time um, being stuck at home. The kids yeah. for sure have a hard time with it. Oh, um, I think, well, and that's what makes um, such a difference. You know, uh, we have another friend who also has it and they have little ones. And I think that's what makes it so much harder for them too. Yeah. The kids, Yeah, you know. Um, my kids are perfectly content being inside. Um, Jackson does like to go out and hang out with his friends. So it's a little harder on him. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, if they want to go outside, they can take the dogs to the bathroom in the backyard. Right. He'll do something for me. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think kids are, um, they make it more difficult. Yeah. Um, and Jason came home, he was, um, he was working and he came home and he's a, he's not a homebody. 
So that's got that's got to be a little rough for him. So I think it is, um, except now he's kind of um, not feeling well. So um, like yesterday, probably yesterday, he started really not feeling good. Um, So he's totally fine with not going anywhere at this point just because he doesn't feel good. I'm like, are you too scared to tell your boss that you have it? Like, why are you still working? He's like, I already told my boss. He's like, I, um, I, what did he say? I can still work. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like I was feeling like I didn't want to move. So like even typing on a keyboard sounded painful, (laughs) you know, like I would not want to do any of that. Um, but but he's got to keep busy. Yeah. And yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah. He gets cabin fever for sure. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Um, okay. So you've got COVID. We've got um, the end of, well, for, for me, this is like the end of summer before my little ones go back to school ours and and then and then our big ones start mid-august it's crazy like we made it through summer i know (laughs) it seems like summer hasn't even really happened though it's been so crazy though i mean you know we haven't had daycare for majority of the summer and working from home or working and trying to handle the kids has been so crazy. Um, but my little ones start school August 2nd, and I am so excited. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, yeah, I know. You've, you've been in a difficult position, though, <sighs> with your whole daycare situation. That was a little nutty. Yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Um, thank God. And thank God. Um, there's two things. Number one, I have a job that is very flexible with my work schedule. Number yeah. two, thank goodness that COVID has helped employees, employees, employers see that their employees can work from home and still get their job done. Because I think in the past, it was like, sure, you can't really get your work done. And granted, it's not easy. Nobody really likes it because it is difficult. It is more work um, when you've got little ones running around. But it can be done. Um, And thank goodness we've had that eye opener because I don't know what we would do if we didn't have that. Um, Right. But yeah. Daycare is tough and all the new mommies that are coming out of, you know, that are pregnant or thinking about babies, be prepared for daycare because holy cow, I mean, that can have some ups and downs. Hopefully you have an amazing daycare lined up. They're awesome. They're great. No issues, but man, Daycare can be difficult with kids. Yeah. It can be expensive you know, and it can be difficult. It's, it is expensive. Um, 
And I feel like I really lucked out with daycare. Um, we absolutely loved, I mean, we still love her. Um, but I never had there. It was, you know, she would take the vacation, but it was only one week a summer, you know, I, which ends up being one week a year. <laughs> that way, one week in the summer. Um, so there was that one time, you know, that time that she would take off. But I mean, one week isn't, isn't long at all, yeah. especially, you know, she was doing it alone. So I can't imagine only having one week off. Um, yeah. Time. Um, so I was super duper lucky. Um, and I mean, in your situation, you had your daycare that she actually went on vacation and because of COVID it had to be an extended, like a really extended vacation. Yeah. But then your replacement daycare, like some of the things that you guys went through with that replacement daycare was just madness to me, you know, like, I mean, I, in as many years as my kids went to daycare, I never had our daycare like call out sick because I mean, what do you, what do you do when your daycare calls out sick? Yeah. You know? And what do you do when she calls Uh, out sick 30 minutes before the kids are supposed to be there? Yeah. Which means 15 minutes before you're supposed to leave the house. (laughs) Yeah. That's just insane. Um, so crazy. So I'm like, whenever I hear like that crazy story and then everything else that happened, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I feel so lucky because, um, you know, obviously when you have your kid in a daycare, that's, um, a facility, it's different than an at home daycare. Yeah. Uh, in that way. And I just am so thankful that my at-home daycare, we didn't ever have any of those issues. Yeah. So my girls go to an amazing daycare. Well, they went to an amazing daycare. Um, It's going to be a little different this year. But um, we found – so when I went back to work, I first started with a one of the, like, daycare – big facilities. Um, really awesome. Great. Um, very, um, very good structure. Loved all the teachers, loved all the classrooms. She was in the infant room. She went into the toddler room when she turned one. Um, but it was very, very expensive. I knew I was going to have Danny, um, which means it was going to double my, um, my rate there. And ultimately, when I looked at what it cost for me to send the kids and what I was going to bring home, I didn't know if it made that much sense to send them there. I was spending a lot of money to send them there. And I thought there has to be probably other things that I'm not looking at. And I looked, I started looking at in-home daycares and everyone's so, I mean, Finding daycare for your babies is so scary. It is so scary. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> you don't it's, trust anyone. You don't know. Yeah. And you're you're hoping like you can find a recommendation or someone has something like that that they can refer you to them and say, "Oh, I love my daycare. My daycare's 
got an opening, that kind of thing. It was going to be really difficult for me because I was going to have two under two. And that considers them both infants in the daycare world. So to find room for two infants at the same time. That means you have to have more, um, more caregivers. Yeah. I mean, it was like torture and I cannot believe how crazy, like we would go put a, we would go meet a daycare lady and I would be like, okay, great. I'm going to go home, look up all her stuff, check out her license. Cause you can call and verify, you know, if there've been any infractions, any incidences with this facility, blah, 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 blah. Before I could even like finish checking her out, it was like, oh, someone came and swooped it up. I mean, and it was like that all the time. We're like, what the heck is going on? Well, then. Like the housing market right now. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm like, this is someone I'm trying to like do my research with because they're going to have my kids. So it was really difficult. I found by. I mean, by the grace of God, I found our daycare and she was amazing. She's uh, a Montessori base, which if you don't know what that is, that was a whole new thing, right? Like learning, there's different daycares, different daycare curriculums, um, teachings, lessons, but Montessori was so cool. I love their teaching. I love the structure manners, um, the, like you play with one toy, you put it back and then you can get another toy. Um, there were so many really cool lessons that I thought were, and, and, and motor skills that I thought were going to be really, really cool. So I, I put the girls there. Love it. The only catch was she closes for the month of July. So last year with COVID, she didn't close. So this year she had to take off two months because she, she takes July off to go visit her mom who's out of the country. Well, because of COVID and everything, she had to like quarantine for 14 days before she got there, quarantine when she gets back, all that kind of stuff. So she basically had to close for two months. So that's where we kind of came into this whole pickle. But um, so it's been crazy for two months. Crazy. Yeah. But we're almost there. We've almost survived it all. Almost there. Yeah. Yes. It's almost time to return back. Yes. So Danny will be going back to her, um, which I'm so happy. Danny... Danny loves her and she loves Danny and it's perfect for Gigi. Gigi loves her and has done so well, but I feel that she's ready for structured preschool. She's just so smart and she's three and a half. I just think she's there. She's there. Yeah. And so we're going to put her in daycare. Like, I mean, daycare, preschool, preschool, like real preschool, like Catholic 
private preschool every day in a uniform going to school. Oh it's crazy. I can't, it is crazy. I can't believe that this is where we are. I know. It's gone by so fast, um, which, I mean, it always does. But um, it it is just crazy that, you know, she's so little. But, I mean, she's at that age where she can go. Um, and so that's what we are going to discuss today. Um to preschool or not to preschool. And um, yeah, so we'll take a break and then dive into that. Yes. All right, perfect. Sounds good. Okay, we'll be right back. we're back we are <laughs> and ready to discuss um to preschool or not to preschool so um since you have the most recent experience um let's start with you okay. um so you decided to do preschool now for Jeej um, is there, was there ever a thought like maybe we just don't do preschool at all? Or were you always certain you would do preschool? You know, I was pretty certain I would. Um, she's a very, um, she's a go-getter type of girl. She just, she likes the challenge. Um, and she is she loves school. Like she loves everything about, I mean, her daycare does a, her daycare would do a, um, afternoon preschool program that she would run out of her house. And, um, Jeej would be, be part of that in the afternoon. And I knew how well she had done with that. Um, I was more, concerned too, because she's a late birthday, which by the way, they, they just, all these dates and all these new rules really suck, <laughs> you know, as far as now it's a late birthday if it's after this and it's a late birthday if it's after this. And, you know, I'm like, I can't keep track. Like, so when is my kid able to go to school? I don't understand. Well, in- her birthday actually lands. She's going to be going to school the same time she always would have been. Like, because the cutoff before was December. It is December now, right? Well, yeah, but it's it's always been December. It just is different. Like, if you fall within a certain window, then you can go to... Well, oh, no, wait. Isn't it, isn't it September now, though? September is well yes september is the cutoff for when they can go into regular kindergarten versus uh pre-k uh yes 
but she would have never fallen into transitional kindergarten because she's right. Annie with me. Right. So, Which I just thought that's crazy to me. Like there's no way this girl is gonna wait till kindergarten. Like yeah. that just seems, yeah, that was Hayden. That just seems it so is crazy weird because they turn five and then go almost their whole five-year-old year before they get into school. It is crazy. Yeah. However, that's the way it used to be, right? Yeah. We kind of got spoiled with all of these. You know, now we have preschool. Now we have transitional kindergarten. Yeah. Now we have all of these kind of helpings into getting them ready for kindergarten now. Yeah. Um, but Tristan actually also did preschool and what's weird is she did preschool through um the school district so but she's she's in august so i think she was fine um but she did it and then she did she did preschool and then we didn't have transitional kindergarten she went straight into kindergarten yeah um, and she did great. So I just thought, well, it kind of just makes sense. Um, for her, I felt like she just was ready. And I don't think that every kid is ready. Right. You know, I really don't. I just think I felt like she, she is ready for that. Um, I think, well, you, you may, you may say yes to this or, or not, but, um, I think sometimes, uh, boys, are not as ready as fast. And um, I think I felt like I knew she could, I think she could handle it. I think she can handle the next, the next point right now at three. And, and, and I struggled with, am I pushing too much by going five days a week? Am I not? But ultimately she's going to have to be somewhere um, for at yeah. least four days a week because I work. Um, and so we kind of worked it out where she's going full days. Um, the preschool program runs in the morning. And then it's kind of like it's lunch, it's nap, it's um, kind of free time, afternoon stuff. And then I'll pick her up. And then on my days off, um, I can go into the classroom with her. I can work with her in the classroom. I can pull her out before lunch and nap, all that kind of stuff. So um, this is going to be a big structure for her, but, um, I'm excited. I think for us, it just made sense. I don't think it makes sense for every household. And I kudos to the moms who do their preschool programs with their kids at home, because I know a lot of them do that. And I think that's great. And I think that they're learning just as much. Um, I just, I, number one, I work. So I can't. And number two, I don't have this patience like a lot of other people do. I am with you. So <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it either. Um, you know, there were times when, and I mean, it's stuff that we deal with even now with them, you know, doing schoolwork. But I remember when Jackson was learning his colors and working with him on his colors and I wanted to rip my hair out and <laughs> scream and cry and it's like oh my gosh he is 
for sure one kid I would like Hayden would have been fine because Hayden was very easy enough but Jackson is very stubborn and if he doesn't want to do it you know I mean now it's he can't be like how he was um but yeah if he didn't want to tell me the color he would just not tell me the color he didn't care <laughs> and I'm like oh my gosh I am going to I mean and then life happens and I find out why but um, at that point in time I had no idea you know and so I would I would not have been a good candidate for that either so yeah. I'm with you uh, and I mean, that's really awesome, the entire program, because um, my boys, neither of them did preschool. And it was because in order for them to do preschool, I then have to pay for preschool and daycare. Right. And that wasn't something that I could afford to do. Right. So it was like, luckily, the preschool or the daycare that we sent them to, she worked with them. Yeah. All of those things. So they were so ready for kindergarten or pre-K, um, whichever one they did. Um, I keep saying pre-K, but it's trans-K. Yeah. Uh, I think, right? Yeah. 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 It's been a while. I know. Um, I know. So <laughs> it's like, I, I was very lucky that that she worked with them on those things because I just, I remember Hayden coming home and we're walking and he was like, oh, there's a triangle. And I'm like, what in the heck? <laughs> and yeah, it was a triangle, but I hadn't taught him that, you know, their daycare really readied them for kindergarten. I'm probably sounding like an amazing mom, <laughs> but she was the one who really worked with them. No, it's true. Um, and you know, I just, I would not have been able to afford, uh, preschool and, um, and daycare. Yeah. So it was like, obviously I have to choose daycare because I need my kid cared for the entire time on that work. Right. Not just a partial day. So that program that you're talking about sounds amazing. Well, and it's great because with, with her going in to their preschool program, she actually will be able to do their transitional kindergarten. So she'll be able to do TK next year um, because she did preschool with them this year, even though oh. in, in the normal public school district that we live in, she would not be able to qualify. So right. with the, with the private school that we're going to send her to, she will be able to go into to, uh, transitional kindergarten. So that'll be great. Yeah. Um, and that was another reason why we decided to go that route. And I mean, and, and again, you know, we went private school, preschool, um, you know, versus waiting to, you know, they have all of the preschools that are at um, different sites in town, uh, different school sites within the district. But um, you've got age and birthdays and all that kind of stuff. This was just a little bit, a little bit freer for us in that. Yeah. And, um, and then we liked the, um, you know, the, the religious teachings behind it as well. Um, yeah. and that meant a lot, you know, Tony, uh, my husband went to Catholic school his whole life. Um, and, uh, it was something that 
was important to him that if we could do and we could afford it, you know, let's let's give it a try and see what happens. So we'll see. We've got yeah, one. That is really cool. I wish that I had looked into I mean, I'm such a baby, so I probably would have had the hardest time taking my kids from daycare because they have attachment issues. <laughs> um, so who am I kidding? I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. But I wish I had looked into um, Catholic schools because I would have never even thought. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I'm sure that's a program they've had, you know, for years and years and years. It's not yeah. a brand new program, you know? Yeah. So that's really, that's really cool. That's super awesome. I'm so excited for her. Is she excited? She's so excited. So we, um, we just got her registration packet all done. Um, she's got her uniforms. It's so interesting. Like, you know, this is a little bit new for me doing the whole private school stuff. So like uniform, there's no, girls do not wear um, pants. Um, they're all skirts or skorts. Um, Can they wear shorts? No. No, skorts. <laughs> yeah. So um, they can wear. Have you guys gone any of the uniforms? So we actually have to go in person because um, we were going to order online, but they're backed up. And um, they said it would probably just be faster to go into the store. So we have oh. to go into the store and just order them or get them right then and there. So okay. we're going to do that. But it's just, um, it's different. It's going to be different. Because it's a completely different experience. Now, you said Tristan did preschool. She did. And that was through the school district, you said, right? Yes. And yeah. So what what was that like? I really liked it. Um, but it wasn't near it was not I think what was hard for me was it was one of the so in our school district, right? Like only certain um school sites have the preschool program. Yes. So not every elementary school. So the one that she was gonna the one that she went to was not anywhere near the elementary oh, she school. Didn't go to her home school. No. So oh. as soon as preschool ended, we never saw that school again. Oh. Because we That's were hard. on the opposite side of town. So oh. that was kind of hard, I think. Um, but I enjoyed, I, I mean, I enjoyed, she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It worked at the time. Uh, my ex-husband didn't work during the day, so he could, I could drop her off on my way to work. He could pick her up because it was only half days, that kind of stuff. Um, but those are other things like, you know, preschool's only like half a day. And it's yeah. like for, for people with jobs or with anything other than waiting to pick up your kids, it's like okay, I got to make time for my three-year-old to go to class for three hours and then be ready to go back and pick her up. Right. Or, you know, I mean, those are, that's hard. 
It's not yeah. easy. Um, I have a friend that we were just talking about that because she's got like, she's got a, um, a little boy going into um, kinder and then kinder or first? No, kinder. And then, um, and he's afternoons. And then her daughter got into a preschool, but it's in the mornings. And she's like, how the heck, like, I got to juggle both and one's got to be dropped off. And then the other one's got to be picked up in 20 minutes. And it's like, ah, I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. so yeah. it doesn't always work. It Preschool doesn't always work. And I think that's okay. I mean, I think that a lot of kids are just fine waiting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. I want to say that I cannot remember um, the age, but it's by only like second or third grade, you can't tell a difference in who went to preschool versus who did not. Yeah. So yeah. I think anyone who is, you know, struggling with it, you know, like for me, it was a little bit difficult because I felt, I felt like I was kind of shorting my kids, you know, like maybe, maybe I wasn't necessarily doing what was best for them. I was only doing what I could for them. Um, and so I did feel guilty. Like I wasn't being as good of a parent as I should have been, you know, um, it just wasn't possible. Yeah you know yeah. so that was the decision that I had to make so I mean I, I would say if anybody is thinking in those terms you know like I'm doing my kid a disservice if you if you can send your kid send your kid right you know I don't think any experience like that is a bad thing I think I think as soon as you can get your child you know learning I mean you know you want to read shapes and color books with them from when they're babies you know that's stuff that you can do with them at home but as far as getting them like into the education scene if you can do it definitely do it but um don't feel guilty for not sending them if you can't you know there's something where financially you're not going to be able to do it or like you said you know you have a three-hour slot where your kid has to be at school but you don't have anyone to come and pick them up, you know, that kind of thing. It just isn't going to work, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not. Um, I would just say that um, we have a, a kindergarten teacher friend, and um, her biggest thing, I remember, you know, when we went in, because I don't know if they still do it, but they would do – little meetings with the kids before school started. Oh yeah. Like a little evaluation kind of. Yeah. 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 They would evaluation, see how much they knew, like numbers and, and colors and those types of things. And um she really said, you know, they making sure they know their alphabet and their numbers and their colors um is the biggest thing. So yeah. if you can't get them to preschool just make sure they know those things, you know, at least that way they're, they're in the kindergarten with an understanding because kindergarten, I mean, I remember back when I was in kindergarten and 
I used to cry all the time because, again, attachment issues. Um, and they would let me nap under my teacher's desk. So it's like, you, know, you could do stuff like that. Nowadays, they write paragraphs. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't so, think they do that anymore. No, no, they don't. So it's like you have these kids that are writing paragraphs now. So it is so important for them to know those things. I think back when we were kids going into kindergarten, if we didn't know those things, it probably wasn't a big deal, yeah. you know, because it just wasn't the same type of standards. But, um, yeah, I think the preschool situation, uh, when it's a partial day program, it is very difficult. Now, do you know, um, would they have allowed, so with Tristan, would they have allowed her to do campus club? after preschool is that an option or no do they not do they only do it once kinder gets out huh yeah oh wow so there there's like zero option for yeah that. yeah okay you have to have someone who can drop off and pick up yeah that's crazy yeah and so i mean i really just feel like you know i think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and i think that we there's a lot of we, it's easy to fall into the, well, they're doing this with their kid or they're doing this with their kid. Um, shoot, I need to do this. I need to be more. I need to do more. Yeah. I need to be involved with more. I need to put my kid in more. Kind of the yeah. same thing like we talked about with sports even. It's like, you're okay. It's okay. You said you felt like maybe you were doing your kids a disservice, but you were doing what you could do. That's gonna be okay your kids are gonna be okay no one is looking at your kids now going i think i think the reason why is because they didn't go to preschool i mean <laughs> let's be honest you know it all starts with preschool yeah. um you know no nobody is gonna know that your kids are gonna be fine they're gonna yeah. get caught up you know whatever it is if they if you if they even fall behind I mean, right. many kids, like I said, their parents do a lot of the teachings at home with them, and that's right. fine. Or they have awesome daycares like I did, and yeah. their daycare person works with them on all of those things. I mean, that's those are all those are all viable options. It's just that this happened to work out for us. This is yeah. what's going to be best for our family. I think also for, for me, I'm hoping that having the girls in two separate schools, although is a lot of work for me as a parent, yeah. um, I'm hoping it brings them kind of closer together because right now they fight like crazy. And, and I know that part of it is that they're with each other all day, 24 seven, no break. Like yeah. they are always with each other. And I don't think they get a chance to, explore their own individuality and I don't think they get a chance to miss each other either. So I'm hoping yeah. that they learn to kind of miss each other because they keep <laughs> trying to choke hold one and <laughs> fight with the other. And yeah. I mean, it's a mess. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. I don't yeah. know, but this is a new, yeah, this is a new territory for us, for sure. Because um, yeah. like I said, it's number one, it's been a long time. 
since we've had a preschooler right. and um, and we're going to be juggling different school drop offs and a, just a different set of of rules. But I think it's I think it's what's best for her. So we're going to go for it. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited for her. I can't wait to see her little um, uniform, like her and a little picture of her in her uniform. Thank you. Be ready for some jogathon fundraisers. Oh, something. I'm all about it. You know, just come, come <laughs> let Uncle J Rock know, you know. <laughs> well, Ashley, I'm not going to keep you too long because. I want you to get your rest. Thank you. But these are some interesting times. And I'm hoping that as we get closer to the school year starting, that our kids are ready to be back in school full time. Oh, that yes. this little Delta, not, variant. Delta variant does not, no. you know, hinder anything that we have set, you know, going forward. I truly believe our kids need to be in school. I yeah, truly believe definitely. that we need to try to live life as normal as we can. Obviously, right. we need to be safe and um, we need to take precautions. But I just hope that we can be we can move forward, and I hope that we don't hit another roadblock this year. Because I think mentally and physically, I think we all need to get life going continuously yeah, I and not stop. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, if you guys have any questions, um, if you guys want to tell us your experience with uh, preschool, what your thoughts are, if you think I'm crazy, keep it to yourself. Just kidding. You can always <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know. Don't forget to follow us at Real Ash and P on Instagram. Facebook, LinkedIn, tw uh, Twitter. What else? TikTok. We need to do some TikToks. Oh, I know. We have the... not been able to do our TikToks. I know. But we will. Once, once I'm better, we will do it. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for swapping, guys. Thanks, guys. Segment music by Callie Grace. For more of Callie Grace's hits, follow Callie Grace on iTunes and Spotify today.